0: I, I maybe I did play at just a little mm. bit too much. Morning, Oh, Judas <laughs> Priest! <laughs> you won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WSUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., and throughout the week with our replay, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Tudor's only alternative in your on campus radio station, 88.3 WXUT.
1: Morning, Oh,
2: Judas Priest! <laughs>
1: No, we're not doing uh, that old bit about the softball. we're not
2: doing
0: the old bit of the softball. We are doing our college football preview, and we've got the A-team here with us with David, the man of God. Harris, what's up, David? Contract negotiations are settled. No longer holding out. I'm back on the show. That's right. And also, (laughs) Frank Vashner, once again, happy birthday to Frank Vashner. And also a shout-out to Nene. She gave us a little thumbs up. She's uh, Congratulations to her son. He just graduated in June. So, yeah. you know, Jordan, uh, Jordan Meyer out there. He's a recent high school graduate. So the best to him and yes. his uh, future endeavors. Exactly. But we also got to say we got the A-team. We're also on Facebook Live as well. Make sure you share it, Frank and David. As, once again, I say one of the best in the biz with the college football playoff. You even got the college football playoff. Bible here again. Yes, the
1: USA, the USA Today preview, I get the, I get this every year. Especially, I had to buy this uh, about a month ago because it's like, you know what, I'm going to need this for a future show, and it comes in handy today.
0: Right, that's why we're the
1: <laughs> da, 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 the
0: team And that's why you're calling us for your college football preview. I know you guys want to get into it. Also, David, the man of God, Harris, is the football guy. And uh, what conference or what teams you guys want to start off with? First?
1: I say go. Let's go in alphabetical order.
0: Alphabetical order, as in what? Start Atlantic Ten.
1: Uh, start with the ACC. We're doing uh, Power Five. Oh, here, here's your here's your bit about them being a bad conference. Uh, why? So- <laughs>
0: The ACC, really, Frank? The start? You want to start off the show with the most boringest conference? The ACC. Oh,
1: oh, okay. Yes, I know the bottom of that conference is boring, but you know what? There's boring teams in every conference. No,
0: it, it no, no, no. It, there's 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 a few bottom feeders in the team. There's an exciting one, but this conference has boring teams from top to bottom. Besides we, Clemson,
1: uh, there's a Clemson's not the lone interesting team. Who else? Duke. I'm talking about I'm talking about Miami here. The turnover chain. Come on.
0: Yeah, that's coming to uh, Toledo in September. exactly.
1: exactly.
0: But th- but th- that's all you want to talk of. That's it though. There's no one else. I mean, come on. I Frank, mean, Florida
1: State could be in for a bounce back. They here. lost uh,
0: what's his face? Jimbo Fisher, so I don't know about that yeah, one. Yeah,
1: well, but hey, they've got they've got exciting players, Cam Akers. I mean,
0: come on, Frank. Frank. Frank, Frank, what did I tell you? What did I tell you? And, hey, you? V-
1: Virginia Tech is all I think could be pretty good, too. Josh Jackson from Saline High School, not that far from me.
0: Yeah, well, Polka is the coach, right?
1: Yeah, we're jo- yeah Joe Paltz, the former Whitmer coach.
0: This is what I think of the ACC, Frank. Come on, dude, this is it's, it's a snooze fest. Why, you do this every year, Frank. Well, because they're, the po- they're a
1: power five conference, and you know what, there are teams that are snooze fest in the Big Ten as well. But we'll get to that later.
0: Well, how about we do this?
1: And we just pick our winners for the con for the ACC.
0: How about we do this? We lead the ACC and go to the SEC. The SEC dollar sign as you like to say or the dollar sign EC. Let's go there first, right David? Okay, I'm ACC fine. Okay. Is, since that's the okay, where the
1: defending national champion is from.
0: Right. We'll start off with that cuz that's that's more better, right? Even
1: even though that conference uh well, it di- it didn't le- it didn't begin and end with Alabama last year oddly enough, but Bama still won it all. All oh, anyway,
0: let's start. Yeah, let's start with the better conference because that—that's the conference that we want to start off with. All right, David, go ahead. Let's start off. Well, actually, let's start off with the A's, and the first team is Alabama.
1: And Alabama, until somebody knocks them off their perch, they're still the favorite.
0: But the problem is that oh, they got a quarterback controversy. Who do you play at quarterback? <laughs> and Jalen Hurst is a little upset too that they're not uh, appreciating his feelings. And uh, well,
1: and- you know, it's I. Th- that's just kind of how. That's just kind of how things are. If you get, you get if you are not performing well enough, somebody there's somebody waiting, and that's how, that's how Sabin runs stuff too. And if you don't like it,
0: get wait, a minute, wait a minute. But he was performing all season. You did the national championship game against Georgia, who you've played twice, by the way. So they're gonna figure you out a little bit. He in the ringer. And he goes in and wins the ball game, but that doesn't mean that this guy is not a great quarter or I wouldn't say great, but not a good quarterback.
1: No, well, we're not saying he's great. It was Why not? Just, it's just he's good. I mean, but but yeah. it seems
0: like now all of a sudden you're having this quarterback controversy because you threw in a freshman. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, what's his face? His name? I, I can't really pronounce this. I don't want to.
1: Tua Tagovailoa. Tagovailoa. Tagovailoa.
0: Tagovailoa. I don't want to butcher his name, but you know he they didn't really see game film on him. Think about it. I mean, that you can come true. in and, and and really wow the crowd, and then once the defensive coordinators get the game film on you, it could be a totally different story. But now all of a sudden, and I guess part of it is the media, that, that now they're saying it's a quarterback controversy. Now let's let's be honest with ourselves. You don't really need to have a great quarterback to win at the college level. I mean, think about it. They had AJ McCarron, Malcolm Roy. Those guys aren't burning it up in the NFL. So well, they, were, they were co- they were good. They were good college, college QBs, right, exactly. And I think Jaylen doesn't Hurst, necessarily
1: mean that they're going to be translate to NFL.
0: But I think Jalen Hurts is a good, yeah, good college QB. I mean, look at LSU. They're still competitive. They never have a college QB, <laughs> heck, let alone a high school one.
1: Uh, yeah, they. I don't get how that they have struggled. Well, but they've actually. Got someone who might, who may actually be worth something, and might uh, save the day. Joe Burrow, for, who uh played for, who was on Ohio, Ohio State team.
0: Well, he didn't really play. He was yeah, just he was on the just team. a backup, right? But he is, he is he is a fantastic quarterback, by the way. But we'll see what happens there. But so we're so. What's your analysis, David? Alabama wins the SEC. Yeah,
2: I think it's a no-brainer. I think Alabama, like it's been said for years. Until someone beats them in conference, until someone really dethrones them in many respects, I still think they are the class of the conference. But, again, like we saw last year, Georgia has weapons. They have pieces. They're building something there in Athens. Do I think that Georgia will win the SEC again like they did last year? No. But as we saw last year, you really don't need to win your conference to get into the college football playoffs. So I do expect two teams from the SEC to return to the college football playoff. Of course, Alabama, and I think they'll go in as the number one team per kind of usual. And I, I like Georgia. I think Georgia will probably be that that three seed, and they'll probably play a tough team. But yeah, I think Georgia and Alabama have really usurped kind of the rest of the pack, but. Just kind of a dark horse. I think. Don't be surprised if South Carolina and Mississippi State are two teams that really push their respective divisional opponents late into late October, early November. I just have I just have a feeling that South Carolina, again being in the SEC East, you never know, and kind of with the unpredictability from Florida. And we see spurts here, there, Missouri, Kentucky kind of, Tennessee kind of up and down. So South Carolina can really, if they can be consistent this year, I think they can really challenge Georgia. Now, I think that would be a tough matchup, but I think South Carolina and then in the West, because every year it's always someone kind of rotating with that number two. Yeah, But I think I have a good feeling about Mississippi State.
1: I, I mean, I can see why. I mean, Nick Fitzgerald, I think, is a quarterback that people—if you don't know about if you didn't know about him last year—you're going to know about him this year. And Joe Moorhead, Penn State offensive coordinator, has taken over for Dan Mullen as head coach. So, I mean, I, I think Mississippi State could be a team that could sneak up and bite people. Oh, in the West, I mean, that honestly, the the SEC West is—I'd say top to bottom. There's there's a lot of interesting storylines besides. The QB con, the so-called QB controversy at Alabama. I mean Auburn. They've shown that they they're kind of back as well. Jarrett Stidham. And some some say he's the best QB in the SEC. I mean David. I think that's debatable because there's a lot of damn good quarterbacks in the conference. We mentioned Mississippi State, Texas A&M with Jimbo Fisher. How's that? How could that go? It's could be something that bears watching. I think plus, you've got LSU, Ohio State transfer Joe Burrow. It's taking likely getting first crack at quarterback. I mean, LSU's defense is going to be good, but problem is their offense at times can't score in a whorehouse. <laughs> and then I think even even the bottom feeders in the West, even Arkansas with Chad Morris as head coach. I think he's going to inject some life into their offense, and and even, even Ole Miss as well. They, Oh, well, I think they could. It's not like they're going to be a ba- they're not going to be like your typical basement dweller that's just down beaten and doesn't show up. They, they'll be solid. I mean, in the East. I mean, I don't know. I'm not. Wait, wait, wait,
0: wait! You forgot a team? Did you forget Texas A and M? I said Jim, Texas
1: A and M with old Jimbo. Yes, I mentioned Jimbo. Okay. Yes. Don't. But in the East, I mean, there's, it's. I think we've said on the show that this has been the SEC least. I would say you may not be able to give them that name for much longer.
0: What about Florida?
1: Well, Florida, they're gonna be back. They're on the upswing, Derek. I know you're. I know you're the you're the Gator fan here. I think Dan Mullen going back there to coach. Coach, I know he's been recruiting well and trying to build something up. I think they'll.
0: They'll be. They will not have a disaster like last season. Does Tennessee too? I mean, they had. To, they had to find at least fifty-seven coaches.
1: <laughs> I mean, ten, Tennessee will be interesting, to say the least, with uh, uh, Jeremy Jeremy Pruitt there. But you know, he's not. He ain't gonna. He ain't gonna beat his boss. Because Nick Saban never loses to former assistants.
0: Well, it, 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 it could happen. But you got <laughs> your boy Jarrett Jansen here saying Michigan's going to win it all. And my boy Tony Schrader put, ha-ha, uh, Tony Schrader's Ohio State fan. And then when we, we'll get into the who will probably win it all a little bit later in yeah. this segment. But people are talking about that now that Shea Patterson's over at Michigan, it could put them in the playoff hunt. But we'll preview that a little bit later. we're yeah. still going to stick over here with the SEC.
1: Yeah, I mean, any, so, I mean, Tennessee I think will be interesting – some people are even saying Missouri could bounce back, although Barry Odom, I think, is on the hot seat there as the coach. Oh, they've, Drew Locke, a quarterback, I've heard heard he's got he's someone who could play in the NFL. David, do you think he'll be high on draft boards? Well, I mean with
2: quarterback, it's always interesting because as we've seen in past drafts, if you're good. It doesn't matter kind of what conference you'll play in. They'll find you if you are a good quarterback. And in the league where...
0: Yeah, that's like the guy from Wyoming. What's his name? Josh? Uh, Josh Allen. Yeah, so, <laughs> Allen. I mean, it doesn't really matter, yeah.
2: Like, if you can throw the ball and, let's just be honest, if you can fit what 90% of the NFL looks for, which is kind of a sturdy pocket passer, doesn't like to make too many mistakes, they'll like you'll get on a team, whether it's a day two or day three guy, or if you can work your way into maybe a conversation. Because as we've seen, there's a lot of quarterbacks that are getting close to that edge. And with this next crop, if you can really make your name for yourself in what many people think is basically the NFL kind of G League in the SEC. Like, if you can show that you're good in the SEC, more than likely, you know, you can transition to the next Wait a minute. It seems
0: like... You're giving a little bit too much hype to this conference. You really I literally said good. that's the NFL G League, because no, some people would no, say no, that the Big no, Ten no, no, is coming no, up with no, a good conference. No, no, I mean, no, no. my buddy Tony Schrader says the Big Ten East is brutal. Every team will lose one, I think. Then depends on what they can do in non conference. now in years past, let's 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 be honest, the SEC has been producing an NFL factory. Yes. But I think the other conferences have kind of, you know, kind of catching up. Yes. But to call them the NFL G League.
1: No, 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 no.
2: What I mean, how, how many times do we see from players from the SEC make seamless transitions, whether it's kind of skilled players, whether it's, uh, whether it's linemen, defensive linemen, players in the secondary? It's not that tough of a transition for a lot of these players because the competitiveness of the SEC, the physicality of the SEC, and the way that... They play compared to the guys on Sunday, It's not that big of a leap. Now, granted, every like there are other conferences like people look at the Big Ten, and that's a more kind of physical, kind of in-your-face grinder that we see in the AFC North, NFC North,
0: right to some of the, extent, right because of the weather conditions, Con- yes. right? Yeah,
2: but it's a lot of these a lot of the players that we have to see. And that's why we always say football factor. Kind of the guys that guys that they're putting out. They're in the league, and they make big impact. You can look at a guy like Leonard Fournette, well, for example. Well,
0: at or- certain positions, though, David, how many quarterbacks from the SEC has really made uh, been an NFL franchise quarterback? And, I mean, we talked about this a little bit earlier. Obviously, good. you don't really need an NFL franchise quarterback to win in college football. But if you're going to sit there and say it's the G League and it's this and that, then what about the, the most important position in the game? They're not producing that.
2: No, they are. They're producing They're producing scope players. Right, yeah, but they, they're not they, producing in the front.
0: Everyone knows that the quarterback is the most important position in yeah, the NFL. Yeah,
1: and I would say right now in the NFL, who's the the only starting quarterback from an SEC team that I can name offhand is Dak Prescott.
0: And, and he was a fourth-round pick. Yeah. Now, Tony said, agree overall, SEC is top-heavy, which it has been in years past. It has been pretty much Alabama, Florida. Uh, Auburn, Georgia. Georgia, in a few years, in Missouri. I mean, Missouri always won the East, and they get knocked and, out. But then again, now it says the uh, Big Ten overall is better now, and that's true. It is a little bit more balanced than the Big Ten.
1: Yeah, and it's. You're, I think we're going to see some of that balance return a little bit, and <clears throat> excuse me, in the SEC as well, because look, nobody, nobody in that conference went unbeaten last year, mind you, because Bama lost uh, at Auburn. Georgia lost at Auburn, then ended up beating them in the cha- SEC championship game. So, I mean, it's not li- it's not like you're going to have. I don't. I honestly don't think you're going to see an undefeated team there. But I'll still say that I think we may have said this already, but I'll go ahead. I think Bama wins the e- Bama wins the West. Excuse West, me. West, yeah. And uh, Georgia wins the East.
0: So you're, you're gonna have what about Kentucky? Are they gonna be coming up? What about maybe Kentucky? Arkansas's got a new coach? Uh, yeah,
1: I mentioned Chad Morris. I thought that was, mm-hmm. I thought that was a really solid hire there because he's gonna jet He's an offensive genius. He's gonna kind of get some, some of that old wild hog that they had with uh, Houston Nut. <laughs> I think I think he's kind of he kind of ran some. He helped kind of bring some of that in at Clemson and at SMU. So I think their Arkansas is going to be pretty solid.
0: I guess sorry, that's a funny name, Houston Nut. Just Yeah. <laughs> where yeah. That, where's Houston Nut now?
1: He's not coaching. He he went he went to Ole Miss and he flamed out. He
0: basically nutted on himself. Oh, he <laughs> was, he was, he was a nut job. <laughs> right? Pun yeah, intended. intended. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean Kentucky Kentucky, I know. I think made a bowl. They they made a bowl game last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mark Mark Stoops has been doing a pretty solid job there.
0: Their former quarterback was just on the S C feature, um, that big heavy dude, the number remember? Jared Lorenzen. Yeah, Lorenzen. Yeah, He's, oh, he was damn, over. Five, that was a long time ago. Yeah, he uh, he was over five hundred pounds at one point. Yeah. What about South Carolina, the game South talks?
1: South Carolina, I think could they actually were pretty solid last year. They've got, I mean, I. Th- Jake Bentley, I think, is another quarterback who is gonna. People are gonna know more about.
0: Who is this guy? G Wood. That's
1: Danny Greenwood. Danny, okay. friend of the show. show.
0: He says Bama will will win because they play Helen Keller for the blind. Danny,
1: Danny, 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 stop with that. Bama does not play
0: play the uh, the
1: uh, Mississippi School for Cake Baking or. There's some school for the blind or anything like that. I'm, so let's, I'm going to bring
0: up Alabama's schedule, right? Well, I got it right here, dude. Yeah. Right here. You don't they, have to keep flipping through the pages. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's called the internet. They play Louisville yeah. first on on the first of September in Orlando, and then they play Arkansas State. Then yeah. they're at Ole Miss on the fifteenth, which could be interesting.
1: I, I know they've they've had uh they they have struggled they have struggled in uh. In Oxford
0: before, then they play Texas A and M.
1: That will definitely be a win. Louisiana Lafayette. Lafayette. That's gonna be a blowout. How do
0: you know that? You don't know that for sure. Raging Cages. Then they're at Arkansas. Yeah. Then they're versus Missouri, at Tennessee. That might be one you ain't gonna want to circle, depending on how Tennessee season goes. Then they're at LSU. That's another one on the November third.
1: Yeah, that's that. That that could. That could there's been some people think that could be another game of the century, like in 2011. Let's pump the brakes on that. Let them get some results in first. Who's saying that? I th- I must have stumbled across something. Something on Twitter, right? On the some probably bold prediction. I think it was. I can't remember if it was from Sports Illustrated or Sporting News. I I just saw some something, or if it was from FanSided or 24/7, some bold prediction saying that it would happen. But you know, let's. We'll see what happens.
0: And then they play, this is kind of kind of crazy, they play Mississippi State.
1: Yeah, they get them at home.
0: And then, as usual, which I, I hate why the SEC does that in between their grinder of a schedule, they put in a piece, piece of meat.
1: The Citadel. I wouldn't say a piece of meat. I'd say more like uh, a piece of stinky cheese.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it, it's just that it just screws up everything. Before, a, I guess that's a, a practice game before playing against Auburn.
1: It's a, it's a, that one, that'll be a blow. That's when you're, you, that's I what guess. Nick David will probably put the, uh, will put Danny the band a, and the cheerleaders into the fourth quarter. Yeah,
0: Danny's got a little point here. Yeah, you, you got, where, where does the Citadel come in here? I mean, come on. <laughs> well,
1: the every, well, I guess everybody at the SEC decided, you know what, let's just play one, one. Cr- Cream puff right before re- right
0: before rivalry week basically that's what they, that's basically what they're doing that that that's what I think they're doing right there they're basically putting in a cream puff in there so you can maybe relax before you actually play uh, one of your rivals but that that's pretty much their schedule yeah. so let's wrap up the SEC fellas real quick so we got from the west Al- Alabama who you got in the east Georgia David same wow now me. I'm gonna go with Alabama out the West, but I think I'm gonna go with Florida out of the East. Um, A couple years ago, they were in the SEC Championship. Everyone yeah. always forgets about the SEC East champion because they get beat well, by Alabama.
1: I, I know, but I think I mean, Derek. I'll be honest with you. I do, I do think Dan Mullen's gonna have Florida back to being relevant. But I mean, they could they could they win the East this year? I'm not. I'm not gonna completely shoot it down, but I think. I think Florida's at least a couple years away from winning the SEC. Uh-huh. But I mean, they're 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 not going to be the uh, the hot garbage that they
0: were last year,
1: right? Where they 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 couldn't they couldn't score in a whorehouse.
0: Okay. So now we go from the sec to let's go to the american athletic oh no no i'm just joking no let's let's stick with the power five we were sticking i I was just joking for (laughs) him just joking ha. -ha.
1: yeah yeah the american athletic where there's a team
0: that claims the national championship right exactly (laughs) and then their coach just took off to the big 10 which we're going to talk about right now let's go to the big 10 let's get with the heavy hitters
1: the conference one of the conferences that missed out on the playoff
0: yes that is right and was that fair david David, you there?
2: Uh, yeah. I'm, I don't know. I, was, I don't want to say it wasn't fair, but I mean, with this college football committee, like, I don't even know how to justify anything because they change the rationale every year. So. Well, I guess I ask like, you
0: this Should they expand the playoff to at least six or eight teams? Because it's, to me, I just feel that there's some really great quality football out there, and I understand if you want to do it for, it kind of makes the 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 prestigiousness of the playoff. Obviously, it puts a little bit of drama in there. But at the same time, though, that's almost like, well, let's cut down the NCAA tournament down back to 48 teams, and you can miss out on some really great teams. I, I don't believe in trying to make it a 16-team playoff or anything like that. But at the same time, though, four teams, and then you're trying to have – three teams from one conference, and then it's just, I don't know. I just think sometimes college football does this more for the headlines and really trying to just put the best teams out on the field and let the teams figure it out on the field.
2: Well, I mean, they did that, but then the committee keeps choosing guys or teams that don't win their conference or their division into the playoffs. And so at some point, it's okay, we want you to go – we want to – Preface head-to-head, strength of schedule, head-to-head, strength of schedule, conference champion. But then when we see the Final Four, it's like, oh, uh, so about this head-to-head conference champion thing. <laughs> and so it's like, I and I understand people wanting to put it to 68, but then that brings into, like, how many more bowl games are we going to have? And which bowl games are you going to, like, I know you have, like, the prime bowl games that everyone Kind of talked about that are in the rotation right now for the college football playoff, but then you're going to have to bring in another kind of like you're going to have to bring in a second tier bowl to fit in with this playoff system. And so it's like if you just want to have like a three-six matchup, or are you going to have it at the you know independent bowl, or is it going to be the San Diego City? like? Like, like, which ball are you going to choose? Nah, nah, but, then-
0: nah, but, David, you're kind of making this a little bit too, much, too, too difficult. It should be about six teams. You should be able to win your conference. The five teams that win their conference gets in, and then you have a one uh, wild card team for the ones that are either independent or not in the Power Five conference. That's what I think should happen. And then after that, obviously, since there's six teams, two teams get a buy, which would be the top two seeds, and you go from there. Does it really matter where they play? I personally think if they're going to do this and they expand, how about those divisional games, the ones that don't get a buy, whoever has the better seating, you got to go up to their place and play. How about that?
1: I could go with that, but I truthfully i don't the only time where they will expand because I think because of contracts right now they'll expand once the s e c gets left out in the cold. <laughs> Which, I mean, I'm not, sa- I'm not saying that will
0: happen right.
1: in the near future, but if it does, that's when people are really going to start screaming for expansion.
0: Yeah, and let's face it, can we all agree that college football is all about the money and they want for television all the good matchups, all the ones that have good storylines? I mean, can we agree on that? Yeah. But anyways, let I mean, Sorry, David. Alabama,
2: could- Alabama and Georgia could both have three losses and they'll be in a college. The- One of them will be in the playoffs. Like let's let's,
1: just, yeah. uh, let's uh, no, David 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 dude, come on <laughs> let's pump the brakes. I, I kind of agree
0: you... with David. It, it,
1: it I could. mean,
2: come on, no like, but
1: no three loss team is gonna make it to the playoff. Even even sure. the one Jim Harbaugh said he would like to expand it to sixteen teams, so that would happen. Alabama didn't. Even, Alabama
2: and Ohio State didn't even win their division, and they were in the playoffs. Like, so at this point, if there, because we know it's about money, it's about ratings. And you have the, we know the SEC drives college football for a significant part of this country. Even more so than any team that you can bring from out west. So if it's between, let's just say, Oregon versus a three, a one loss Oregon versus a three loss Alabama. Do you really think in that room they're going to look at the money and say we can get the Pacific Northwest, which eh, they may or may not be interested, or we can get this Alabama juggernaut that drives ratings and drives converse- – like Paul Feinbaum needs something to talk about for a week. Like ESPN loves the SEC in ways that are strange because they drive ratings.
0: Yeah, and let's say this. Antonio Schrader brought up a good point. If I had it set up the way I had it set up, six teams, you do the divisional, but you're not going to any bowl game in those first divisional games, obviously the first four games. You're going to the actual – the higher seeds plays. Bama would have been the wild card last year and probably been the sixth seed. What if Bama had to travel up north? Or what if Bama had to go on the road? Well,
1: let's see. Bama would have had to go to – I want I would have. They probably would have had to play Georgia or Oklahoma. I can't remember who the three seed would have been, was last year. I think it was. I want to say it was Georgia. Georgia. Because Georgia, yeah, and, was, Georgia, and Oklahoma were that was the two three game in the Rose Bowl where nobody played a lick of defense.
2: Right.
0: Right. Right. Well, let's say they had to go to Georgia or Oklahoma. Now would their chances been better?
2: I mean, I think they would have beaten Georgia personally. I mean, Oklahoma. You never know. They, just because with the unpredictability of Baker Mayfield running around, but I still think Alabama still would have won. But what if they would the have road. went to
0: six seeds? would have Ohio State gotten in? Yes. What if they had Ohio State ahead of them? Let's say just, just hypothetically Ohio State somehow. They they had Ohio State in there and Alabama in there, and let's say Alabama had to come up to Ohio State in the first weekend of December or, or second weekend of December. <laughs>
1: That would that would get ratings. I can yeah, definitely a, get ratings. That's about all. That's about all I can say because I have never seen a team from the South cross the Mason Dixon line to play a team from the North in December. I mean, wh- I so it's hard. It's really hard to say what would happen.
2: I mean, I mean, it's easy. Like what Oklahoma did, or so I say, oh, it would have been worse. Ooh. I'm just, I'm
1: just going to be honest. Even even though Bama has never played a game in cold weather.
2: That it's Alabama. Problem.
0: David, come like, on, if you're, if David. You, if weather you're affects good, everybody.
2: And, if you're good, you can play in all conditions.
0: Was that? Why yeah. is that? In the NFL, a lot of dome teams don't play well outside after uh, December. By the
1: New Orleans Saints,
0: and a lot of Southern teams don't play very well in the in the cold weather. Even those are NFL professionals.
1: Exactly. But Moving on. Let's get the Big Ten. Yes. I mean, come I, on. We got. Let's go. Let's go. Let's. Keep things on the rails here, guys. So the Big Ten, that like I think it was Tony that said, the East is a meat grinder. You don't think Indiana will win the East? No, 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 no. I mean, look, didn't we say Indi? Did you say Indiana was going to be a sleeper? And ha ha ha! They pfft, they kind of thought. They went kaput.
0: Well, it's, it's, some years Indiana. We, we we can we all agree that when Michigan or Ohio State plays Indiana at Indiana, it's always a tough game for them.
1: Ohio State uh, rickrolled Indiana in Bloomington. Even Would though it, it was close for a half, they that's when then they said, "Okay, enough's enough. Time to take care of business." And they
0: ended up winning in a blowout. And then and then the, wasn't it the year before though? Indiana almost beat them at Ohio State
1: not no it wasn't it wasn't in columbus i think it was in 2015 where they they it came down to the final play and Mm -hmm.
0: but also i think a game in columbus also was kind of close as i said indiana is not a team it's not like basketball where you got to fear them but you know you they're they're a team that you can trip over but we look at this
1: they're not they're not not a team to take lightly
0: michigan state michigan ohio state penn state are going to be pretty much the, each other up for top, that top, top spot. Four, the top four in the East is a murderer's row. Is that kind of fair though? Think about it. That's a murderer's row. Out of all those four teams, they're basically going to beat e- each other up. So it almost seems like maybe Alabama gets the easier path to the playoff, while these guys are in the meat grinder of, of a conference of an actual division.
1: But then we saw that the bot that the bottom. Of the
0: East was
2: well Rutgers
0: good. Chris Ash if he can really tap into some of that New Jersey talent they could come up uh, Maryland Durkin, Mar- they they got well, some problems ma- well, right now
1: Maryland I mean everyone thought Maryland was going to be good because they hung half a hundred on Texas but then the injury the they had then basically everything that could have gone wrong went wrong at least in terms of injuries so it's, it's so I mean, Maryland. You, it's hard, it's hard to say. It's will will the real Maryland Terrapins please stand up? Is this is are we going to see the Maryland team that put half a hundred on Texas, or see a team that lost a bunch of starters to injury and just was dead?
0: Your boy says, Penn State takes a step back. Ohio State battles distractions all year, and MSU always flops when they have high expectations and can't play the underdog role. Shut up, Jansen. Oh, that's oh, a little personal there, a little personal jab, jab, I see.
1: Because he that's somebody who is drinking a bunch of maize and blue Kool-Aid right now. Uh.
0: <laughs> but here, here's how. Here's how, how do you think it's the East is going to break down, top to bottom. Does Ohio State get away from the distractions? Jared has a point. There are distractions I, right now. I mean, with I will. I,
1: I'm not going to disagree with that. I mean, how how focused how focused is Ohio State going to be? I think. I mean, I think they. I could they handle it well? I mean, their fr- their first couple of games they're playing Oregon State, which is a tire fire, and they're playing Rutgers at home. I think they'll be able. To, they'll they'll win both those games. But then there's that road trip to Arlington. to and to play TCU at Jerry World, which is definitely going to be interesting.
0: So you mean you mean to tell me that Oregon State is is just straight doo doo? <laughs> they
1: they've been straight doo doo for a few years.
0: Then they got Rutgers, which that should probably be a win. Yeah. TCU, you said in Jerry World, yeah, that could that could it'll be, be a little tough.
1: That it'll be it'll be interesting though. If it was in if it was in Columbus. Uh, Yes, I think Ohio State would win, but if it's in Texas, yeah, Who knows? I mean, Tulane two, two is is pretty weak. They'll take. I think they'll take care of Tulane, but that September twenty ninth game that's re, that's going to be a real big test. They go to Happy
0: Valley to play Penn State. Mm-hmm. Nine twenty nine. Then they got Indiana at, at home, home, which could like a little pebble. Eh, they, Minnesota. With PJ Flex second year,
1: row the boat
0: at Purdue. Uh,
1: Purdue, Purdue. I think when uh, McCumber and I were on a couple of weeks ago, said Purdue is Purdue was actually one of the more improved teams last year. You know they've got some talent coming back. Uh, Elijah Sindelar, I think is I think is an underrated quarterback. Heck, and then they got so I mean going to West Lafayette that could be that could be a little bit tricky. Nebraska at, at get, home get the, they get Nebraska at home I mean, new head coach there Scott Frost I mean Nebraska will be I think will be better but I don't but then again they've the last few times that Nebraska has gone to Columbus they've gotten
0: rickrolled and then November tenth Michigan State at
1: any Lansing. I yeah. I mean I the gun to my head I think. That could, that's that's probably that could be a game that decides the East, but East, but honestly, Michigan State, you know, has not beaten Ohio State in East Lansing since 1999.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, yes, uh, yeah, that that that's they
1: good. they've been they've been able to beat them in Columbus and in Indy, but not in East Lansing. You know,
0: Jared brought up a good point though. Uh, uh Ohio State always plays bad at Purdue. Even during the national championship run with Maurice Clarette, they almost lost to Purdue.
1: Uh well let's see. The last time I remember them going to West Lafayette, they won fifty six to nothing.
0: <laughs> right. But sometimes, you know, when they're trying to go for, compete for a National Championship. I mean they're
1: gonna be they're gonna I mean that's g I think that's that's gonna be tricky that's gonna be a tricky game for Ohio State. I don't I don't deny that.
0: And then they have Maryland, Maryland. and then the big game, at, and it already has a time at noon. The twenty fourth. It's always at,
1: at noon. It'll be on Fox.
0: I don't think every year it's been at noon. Sometimes it's been at three well, thirty.
1: In two thousand and six, it was a three thirty game. They I move. think I want to say they 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 may have moved it because like, they one
0: versus two. Because it was a one
1: a one versus two showdown.
0: Mm-hmm. So that that that'll that's with Ohio State. So now, fellas, who wins the East?
1: Uh,
0: David, I know you're down there in OSU country. He's going to pick his team.
2: Yeah, I, I still think Penn State and then Ohio State comes up second. I just think
0: Well,
1: I
2: do. One, again, the head-to-head against Penn State, I I think Penn State wins Happy Valley, and I think Ohio State loses to one of the Michigan teams. Right. So, I think a, a two loss Ohio State team doesn't get far.
1: Uh I will say this, the, the whoever went, the East Division is not going to have an unbeaten team. Fair enough to say that. I will say Penn, Penn State returns the best, they return one of the best quarterbacks in the conference with McSorley. Everyone's like, oh, well, Saquon, they can't replace Saquon Barkley. Uh, Miles, David, I'm going to say this right now, and you can probably agree with me, Miles Sanders. Oh, That's going to be who replaces Barkley.
0: David?
2: Yeah, I I like Sanders, but I like it's right to say you know Saquon Barkley is unreplaceable because he is an irreplaceable kind of guy, and we've seen it with other kind of marquee players leaving kind of teams, particularly at the running back position. It's hard to replace that his ability, but if he can fill in the role and at least be three quarters of what Saquon Barkley was, obviously he's not going to have the same kind of physicality. And his casts aren't going to be, you know, half the size of Saquon. But if he can just play his role, play within the system, do, do what Coach Franklin wants him to do, and put him in the best position to win, I think it won't. There will be a drop off, but it won't be just falling off the cliff that a lot of people think is going to happen with Penn State.
1: Oh, they! they I don't think they're going to fall. They're not going to fall off a cliff. I think <laughs> McSor- <laughs> McSorley's going to have to do more in the offense. But I, th- I think, like I said, Miles Sanders will be the guy who will, will step into Barkley's shoes. Jawan Johnson, a wide receiver, he's going to have to do more with Deshaun Hamilton gone. But I mean, so, I. but enough of that. I'm going to say, I still think uh, Ohio State wins the East. He's real close. Least, but they'll have at least one loss in conference play i mean i don't I'm not sure where that's gonna I don't know where that's gonna come if that's gonna come in Happy Valley or somewhere else, but it's not they're not gonna roll through i think uh I think Penn State'll come second Michigan state third Michigan fourth again, and that's pretty much all you need to know about the east
0: as as for the west. I think. Well, hold on. Let me. David said, "Penn State, Ohio State." Let me pick my team. I think. man, I'm gonna go on a limb here. I think this is the year for Michigan with Shea Patterson. I really do. I think it'll be Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State.
1: Listening to Jansen way too much. I never
0: Jansen. I don't even know him. Jared Jansen, friend of the show, right? But I don't even really know him.
1: Uh, well, he's called in before, and I, I seriously think you two. Have. He's you've been. Uh, he says that
0: you've been having a homer rankings Frank. Michigan fourth. Come on, Michigan's I got mean, to Michigan gotta prove
2: Michigan it. Does have a, I mean, Michigan has a favorable schedule in terms of most of their tough competition is at home, so they have actually. The uh, no, no, home, no they have Wisconsin at home, Penn State at home, Indiana at home.
1: They got, but they got to go to East Lansing and Columbus and they got to open the season on the road in South Bend.
0: Yeah, you really think Notre Dame's good?
1: I think I think no- Notre Dame will be pretty good. They're not I don't think they're I don't think they're going to be playoff material, oh, but uh but I think I think they'll be they'll have another they'll have another good year. I don't think they're going to be it's not going to be like 2012. But they'll be
0: they'll be pretty solid. Here's Michigan's schedule. They're at Notre Dame on the first. See,
1: that's that's that's
0: good. That's a tough opener. And then they play Western Michigan.
1: Yeah, the, they'll definitely
0: win that one. Uh, unless, got-
1: unless, of course, they kick the ball to Darius Phillips uh, and he returns it back for a kickoff every time.
0: Jarrett says they return their whole team with a better QB. Now, they then they play SMU.
1: Uh, that that'll be over at halftime. Really. SMU, I don't think will be that good. Huh.
0: Uh, then they got Nebraska.
1: Yeah, is that they get Nebraska at home or?
0: Uh, yes. Yeah, I at mean, nor- then at Northwestern, that's a tough one.
1: I mean, Nebraska and Northwestern could could be tricky, especially going on the road to Evanston. That that's that could be a that's a trap game for them. And mm-hmm. because um, keep in mind, Clay. This is uh, Clayton Thorson's senior year here, and I've actually heard, and again, David, take it with a grain of salt. I think that they could, uh, that he could, if he gets completely healthy and he returns from an injury, he might, they're saying that he might hear his name called in the draft in the first couple of days. But, north, so Northwestern will be a tough one. Who do they got next? Okay, I guess.
0: Yeah, m- Maryland. Maryland.
1: Maryland they'll win
0: that one. Then they're at, like like David said they got Wisconsin at home.
1: Wisconsin I think. Well, I think well you with, think
0: Wisconsin's going to win that one.
1: Wisconsin 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 I think is the be, they're the best team from the from the west. I think they've got, they've got one of the best offensive lines in the country and Alex Hornibrook hook is going to be back QB plus they've got hot uh, one of the best running backs in the country he and Jonathan Taylor. So, I mean, Wisconsin's definitely a team to keep an eye on.
0: Then they're at Michigan State, which you mentioned, and East Lansing. That should be a good one. Uh, and that, well, I, I
1: did find out that it's going to be a night game. Oh, it says to be determined. Um, I've been told, okay. it's probably not listed on there, it's going to be an 8 p.m. game on Fox.
0: Oh, wow. Yes. It'll well, be a good game, it, depending on you know, the in state rivals and the little brother bowl, obviously. And, uh, it, it, the, well,. How can they say it's going to be on Fox at 8 p.m.? Because it depends which way the two teams go. What if Michigan State or Michigan are not that good? You still going to put that on at 8 o'clock? Uh, that might that, be a flex game.
1: Yeah, Who knows? I've just I've just been hearing stuff saying it's going to be an 8 p.m. game on Fox.
0: Then they're uh, Penn State at home. Then they're at Rutgers. Indiana at home. And then their final game is at Ohio State.
1: And... Winning in Columbus is something that Michigan has not done since 2000. Well, there was that
2: controversial well, I mean, well, call. not no
1: no 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 no. We're not gonna make last, excuses. The,
2: no, the last time Michigan went to down here to Columbus, they got screwed by the Rams.
1: No, they didn't. They didn't get. They couldn't move the ball in the fourth quarter, and plus they and you could blame bad coaching as well, throwing the ball from your own end
0: zone. Hone, oh, that results but in a pick six. But can you admit, though, Frank, that that but was a But if the ref doesn't it put w- the
2: ball a, like an inch further than what it was, then that game's over. Michigan wins in overtime.
0: Mm. I mean, uh, that's, yeah. that's, Guys, Frank,
1: we it. Guys, football we all, official all talking all. here. Good.
0: That's we, a uh, judgment call. call. Well, we understand that. But, Frank, if the call goes a certain way, Michigan does win the game. Now, we can all say that this could have happened, that could have happened, this could have happened, that could have happened. But then again, we also can say that if the referee possibly would have marked the ball and said it wasn't a first down, Michigan probably wins the game. So there's a lot of things into it. But I do think that it does kind of stink that the game came down to probably on a call. You really kind of want the players to play it out. And Jared said JT was short. Homer, well, hey, he said you're a Homer pig putting Michigan at four, and a- but at least this year, Frank, I give you a lot of credit, Frank. At least you're not screaming in the mic about James Joseph Harbaugh. I mean, remember a couple years ago yes, what happened?
1: Yes, yeah. Well, I mean, look, sell me on, sell me on results, and all Michigan's done is finished no better than third in three straight years. Well, there was
0: one point of the year that Michigan was in the playoff hunt, and I mean, it's not
2: as though they're like finishing behind lesser
0: teams. I mean, right and you got you just admitted that the that, that the east the big Ten east is a very hard conference uh
1: yeah it, it is it is one of the tougher divisions but Let's kind of shift our attention to the West. Yeah,
0: this is how the West was won, and let's face it, the the West is—it's the teams in it compete with each other. But it's almost like the SEC. Any team from the West can they beat the East in the championship game?
1: The only team from the West that could win the Big Ten is Wisconsin, and I've—I've already said.
0: So you just want Wisconsin? Wisconsin. You don't think Northwestern? Northwestern?
1: Well, Northwestern... Fitzgerald's actually been there almost 13 years. Yeah, I mean, Pat Fitzgerald's a coach I have a ton of respect for. And I've said, Clayton Thorson is another... One of the best QBs in the conference. But a lot depends on his health, because he was injured at the end of last season. And then he... Could he return? And is he going to be fully healthy? If he's healthy, then yeah, I think this Northwestern could be pretty damn good. But if not, who knows? I mean, Iowa could be Iowa could be solid too. Nate Stanley, Lee, he's another good QB. They got a good tight end with Noah Fant. Their running backs got to be replaced though as well. So I mean, I, Iowa's going to be pretty solid. Nebraska, I think, is going to be the most improved team in the conference, mm-hmm. and because with Scott Frost being there, Purdue, I've said they were. They were better last year. I think they'll they'll still – they could be a team that could trip up some of the big dogs. I mean, Minnesota with P.J. Fleck, I mean, the first year they went 5-7. and seven. He's, got, he's got some talented guys
0: there. Do you think – got to ask you this because I know Zach Herrick sometimes was a P.J. Fleck hater. Can he actually get Minnesota to be competitive? I guess taking baby steps, can he get at least Minnesota to beat Wisconsin – Consistently, or you know, every because Wisconsin is for that Paul Bunyan axe or whatever they play for. And can he get Minnesota to at least compete for a West championship, or is he just all hot air and in, in, in production?
1: Uh, that's it, it's interesting to say. I mean, I, I want to see, I at least want to see, I want to see how year two goes first before I make a determination on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because at Western Michigan, they I think he only won one game his first year, and then I
0: think yeah, he, he did. He went one and eleven.
1: Yeah, and then year two, who I think he start that's when he started taking a bigger step forward, and I think it was was it year four where they went to the Cotton Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I want I want to see how year two goes first, and then of course, Jared
0: thinks that Nebraska will. Uh be much better, improved, and also they'll be coached up. He also wants Frange to wear a Michigan shirt when That's they smack them in happen. slants. That's oh. not going to happen. I'm not
1: agreeing to that at all. And Sounds like a good bet to me, but keep going. And then, of course, the most irrelevant team in the conference, Chief Alina Racked, Illinois. It's
0: sad that Alina, the Illini have gotten to that point where they're not at least competitive. Uh,
1: that... that that's the tea that is vomit stuffed in a rotten fish cooked in a microwave.
0: Vomit stuck in a rotten fish cooked in a microwave. Yeah, that's pretty
1: disgusting.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is, and it's kind of interesting how you came up with that theory. But why is it <laughs> well, that can- there are vomit in a rotten fish cooked in a microwave?
1: For one, you never cook fish in a mi- you never cook fish in a microwave unless we're talking Gorton's fish sticks. <laughs> okay, which I I I would rather you bake them.
0: Right, right. Keep going, Ray. Right.
1: But the, the Illinois is uh, putrid. Right. They 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 are. <laughs> yeah. And Jaredson says the juice needs to return their Juice Williams.
0: Wow, that's a blast from the past. About ten years
1: ago. <laughs> oh yes, ever. He, yeah, I think You may
0: have Lehman also return them who's also now on the Big Ten network.
1: Oh, Jay Lehman, the guy who put the pain in champagne.
0: Right, right.
1: <laughs> yes, I remember that old bit. <laughs> so I think but I think we could say Wisco- I say Wisconsin wins the West. Ohio State wins the East. David, you say Penn State wins the East. You gonna go Wisconsin in the West? No, I have Iowa winning the West.
2: Oh, okay. I Eric-
1: think because Okay, sorry, David, go ahead.
2: No, I think because with Iowa schedules, the way that things work out, not having to play either Ohio State or either of the Michigan team, Iowa does go to Happy Valley. But again, Iowa and Penn State, it could just be whoever kicks the most field goals. So
0: you mm-hmm. know that's
2: going to be a low scoring game. And then having kind of Nebraska at home, Wisconsin at home, I think that will play well in their favor.
0: I'm going to go with Iowa out of the West, Michigan out of the East. That's just me.
1: Okay,
0: it's just me. I think that this will be the year that uh, they make it.
1: Yeah, and who? And we'll have to see if uh, the if the Big Ten champ gets left out again. I'm not. I'm not so sure it'll happen this year. Here, though, because I think uh, unless of course you get unless of course the you have a conference champ that loses two games and falls pretty uh, down in the rankings so that's the big 10
0: well actually what we're gonna do we're gonna take a quick commercial yes, break let's take, yeah we gotta get a break in yeah yeah we're gonna take a quick commercial break we did the big 10 we did the sec coming up next we'll get to the atlantic coast conference for you the snoozer conference and also we'll do the big 12 how about that the yeah. Big 12 looks a little interesting this year maybe they can do cook something up in the uh the old football playoff huh
1: well, who, know, who knows how will how Oklahoma do without, life without Baker
0: Mayfield? That is right. We'll take a quick commercial break. Listen in to the 88.3 WCTs. After further review, we're doing our college football playoff preview here. This will be a long podcast for you. As uh, David the Man of God Harris and Frank Bashner will be right back. We'll talk about the ACC and the Big 12 after this with the eighteen. WXUT sports fans, when you hear that intro, it's time for After Further Review. Myself, Frank, and David talk about everything from two little rockets to national sports topics. If you're tired of the same old local sports talk shows, tune in to 88.3 on Saturday mornings, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Don't be scared and get off the bench and play the game with After Further Review on 88.3 W-X-T. I, I, Maybe I did play at least a little bit too much.
2: Morning, Rachel. Oh, Judas
0: Priest! (laughs) You won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WXUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., and throughout the week with our replay, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Tudor's only alternative in your on campus radio station, 88.3 WXUT.
2: Oh, Judas Priest! (laughs)
0: The action teams. Oh, the original <laughs> Ghostbusters theme song. This w- I, w-
1: I will say that it will be uh, making a, uh, the song will make an appearance
0: probably at a Dundee basketball game. Really? Why would it need to make an appearance? If
1: there, if Well, because I know that there's there might be one night the student section decides to do 80s night and Ghostbusters was an 80s movie.
0: True. It was a 80s. So I might play it for that. <laughs> Very true. Okay, we're and back here. Th-
1: Speaking of that, I before, right when we were going to break, uh, we were going to talk ACC, and Jared Jansen said Miami wins the ACC, and I said, if they do, will you buy a turnover chain? And he said that he'll wear it at the Ida Dundee basketball game to coach.
0: How about Jared come to the UT football game and maybe wear the, the, the chain?
1: Um. Jared, what are you doing on uh, September fifteenth? If you get your chain, now, if you get your chain now, you can probably show up there.
0: We don't know. Like, we, uh, we also about. have David, the man of God, Harris, on the phone lines. What's up, David? I
2: was just listening to some of these predictions and keeping mental track.
0: Frank's still still in the dancing mood after last night. Yes, I'll wear it for the Ida Dundee game to coach. That's what he said, Frank. So he's he actually takes the bets and actually he's a man of his word. You need to start wearing that Michigan shirt. Are you going to do that, Frank? No,
1: not wearing
0: that. Why not? Are you afraid that Michigan might win that game? If they do, they do. Well, why, I, the mean, of, I think it's a play. I think world. it's a good You you don't want to wear a Michigan shirt, huh?
1: Nope.
0: Why not? not wearing
1: anything of, of a team that i despise it would be you'd really despise it i thought that really i, I thought
0: mean, i knew it, i knew it was an in-state rivalry but i didn't think you really despised michigan i thought thought it was kind of I a mean, bit that you played on the it show it was just more
1: football that i don't like basketball i actually have a lot of respect for
0: why do you respect the basketball team and not the football team
1: because their basketball team actually sells results
0: oh Okay. But for a few years they ago. Can they can back didn't, it up. Okay, but you're saying but then again though
1: And I and I and I have vouched for John Beeline on this show multiple times. Yeah, that is
0: true. You have vouched for him. But let's say Harbaugh does get the uh results. Then you gonna have respect for them then? Yeah. Okay. What Jared says I'll wear it whenever, but what if Jared buys it?
1: Well, go ahead Jansen, go ahead and buy your turnover chain. <laughs>
0: Where can you get a turnover chain from? I think you got to.
1: I'd say look look online. Maybe eBay. eBay has
0: turnover chains. I'm just well, guessing.
2: I mean, they have fake ones and kind of they have. Like, I don't think you can. Not actual diamonds, have, but the real thing. You have to go get that custom made.
1: Yeah, so and you're probably gonna you have to contact a jewel jeweler paper. down in Miami, and that that might that might, co- that might uh, cost you a lot. So you may have you may have to settle for getting a replica. <laughs>
0: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Okay, but you know, since we're kind of talking about Miami, I guess we got to talk about Derek's least favorite conference. Yes, the ACC. Which uh, we'll start. We'll start with the we'll start with the Atlantic Division. Go ahead. And and that division is pretty pretty much begins and ends with Clemson because they've got they've got the best defensive line in the country. Christian Wilkins, Cleveland Farrell, Dexter Lawrence; those guys. Those are all guys you're going to see playing on Sunday.
2: Mm-hmm. David. Yeah, I, I think it's hard to argue with kind of Clemson as being the class of the conference,
0: especially yeah.
2: within the Atlantic Division. Florida State's falling off of a cliff. Yeah, Louisville's same as well. I think if if I were to pick a surprise team out of the Atlantic. I would go Wake Forest, but then again, in the Atlantic, it pretty much is, can anyone really challenge or even give Clemson a fight in many respect?
1: Yeah. I'm not so sure there's anybody from the Atlantic division. I mean, Florida State, I think, will be better than they were last year. Here Louisville, no more Lamar Jackson there. There and who know, who know, who really knows how the rest of the conference is going to shake out? I mean, it's kind of it's kind of a bunch of ho hum. Like Derek said, they're a bunch of ho hum teams. Although it did did say that Wake Forest went eight and five last year, so oh so they were they were actually kind of a surprise. But I'm not I really don't know They the pretty much after Louisville the Boston colleges the NC states the Wake force and the syracuses they'll basically duke it out for saying who can be the best of the middle of the pack teams they're good good enough to get good enough to get to a bowl game not good enough to be a contender so but and the coastal the coastal division we would say is the tougher division, but I don't think it's that much better. I still think that that division will be long to Miami mm-hmm. and the turnover chain. Which uh, how many? Which my but Miami's got a tough opener as well. They got to play LSU at Jerry
0: World, and they actually kind of struggled against Toledo last year. Well, the, yeah, Toledo for about did, three and a half quarters. Toledo hung tough, and then they kind of went kaput. Mm-hmm.
1: And then they got to come here now. How many times do you think we'll see the turnover chain when they come to Toledo? Mm-hmm. At least three. At least three? Okay, I'll go with that. But I think my Miami's the best team in the Coastal. Virginia Tech, I think, is going to – they'll be better. Like I mentioned, Josh Jackson from S- Pride of Celine High School. He's playing with the U? He, no, Virginia Tech. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, he had a pretty good freshman year. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, yes, Gotta Break Out the Trick Daddy. I, yeah. I've been, I've
0: listened to this a few times. Oh, you like Trick Daddy? I like this song. Oh, you do? Okay. What's the name of the song? Uh, you Already Know. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's turn it up a little bit.
1: This is making me want to just uh, binge watch the U Part 1 and the U Part 2. Right. You already
2: know. You already know.
0: When it comes to the crew, we all gonna go. go. So, did you did you play this at your birthday?
1: Uh, I, I might have listened to it when I was going up to uh, my hotel. Really? I didn't
0: know you listened to some of that
1: Trick Daddy.
0: Yeah, he's got some good stuff. Right. Wow. Frank Bashner with the Trick Daddy. I I thought you listened to Luke Combs. I mean. I listened to, I listened to a lot of things. I didn't know that, Frank. Well, keep going on with this uh, ACC. Though. Yeah. I
1: mean, Jansen brings up his Josh Jackson. Eligible. Well, he has been he has been cleared. He, there was an academic inquiry, but he was cleared. Mm-hmm. I think. So oh, he'll be they'll be good. Pitt, I know they were they were bad for the most part, and then really came on strong towards the end of the year, and they even upset Miami in a game that David was at. Mm-hmm. Do I have that right, David? Yep. So I think Pitt. It'll be better. Or Pat Ar- see how, it'll see, it'll be interesting to see how well Narduzzi, Pat and Arduzzi can uh, turn them around, and then and then beyond that, Duke is said to be a a team that'll go to a bowl game, not a contender to win the conference. Hence, and then Georgia Tech with Paul Johnson in the triple option, they're kind of another team, good enough to get to a bowl game and then you have the teams that were oh well, actually Virginia made it to a bowl game last year with Bron- here under Bronco Mendenhall so see how well they can keep up their success but Virginia's never Virginia has not been uh that good hood in football not since the uh days of the Barber twins Mhm. and Ronde? Yeah. I mean I know there was one year they a year of, like, ten years ago, they did win, like, eight or nine games, and then they kind of went – then they fell off. Uh, and then there was a year they bounced back, and then they went kaput. So Virginia's, like, bad for a lot, then one good year, then bad for a few years, good for one. We'll see if they can sustain some success. And then, of course, you have the North Carolina Tear Heels, that they were referred to in the bottom 10 <laughs> a lot because they were they were as soon as football season started everyone there was like how much longer till basketball and so because they went 3 and 9 last year here so it'll be in, it'll be interesting to, to see if uh they end up uh getting improving if not it might be bye bye larry fedora
0: even though with the whole CTE thing, do you think that might be the tipping point? And then if he doesn't have a good season, then that's where it kind of
1: – It it very well could be. So, like I said, I'm going Clemson in the Atlantic, the U to win the Coastal.
2: David? Yeah, I, I have Miami and Clemson as well. One one thing about – because I know you may or may not get to it. Like, no one, no one from North Carolina hooked me up with the Jordan Tees. I'm not
1: Jordan, dude, but at
2: least,
1: like, hook a brother up. Like, somebody give me a plug or something. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, come on. So, Derek. As you know, I
1: uh, – Yeah, I know. We know you hate this conference, but you know what? Just gotta bite pick, the
0: bullet. Yeah, I got to pick one. So, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to see here. I, I, Miami looks good. I I, I would say that. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to go with – Miami out of the Coastal, and then out of the Atlantic, I'm going with Syracuse. Dino Babers does it.
1: Orange ball, It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Hope it pays off for No, him. I'm just joking.
0: I'm not going with Syracuse. Are you serious? <laughs> I meant Wake Forest with another former Mac coach, Mr. Clausen.
1: Uh yeah well speaking speaking of Syracuse uh Dundee football actually has a new strength and conditioning coach that uh, just finished up an internship there Tyler Mayo really yeah with uh with Coach Babers
0: man you're always name dropping actually I'm gonna go I'm going with Clemson I think it'll be Clemson yeah. Miami and, 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 and Clemson
1: be- I think will win the conference I mean I lo- my I mean don't get me wrong I lo- I like how Miami has kind of brought some of that swagger back mm-hmm. I lo- I love it I love the turnover chain. But I just think Clemson's just too talented.
0: You think they're too talented? Yes. Hmm. Okay. All right. All right. I right. I'm just so shocked that you actually know the the U song. I, 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 this is crazy that you know. Some it's trick been daddy. In,
1: It's been in my hey. It's been in my rotation.
0: <laughs> is it in your rotation too, uh, David? Oh,
1: of course. You already
2: know.
0: Oh. They
1: should remake a music video for it and have the turnover change.
0: Well, to be honest with you, Frank, the only way that you get that uh, that song with you, you got to be winning. This, is, this this song is basically for the winning teams at the U. Not yes, not the, the l- bootiness. Well,
1: the t- their team last year was actually pretty good,
0: right? But I mean. Get some hardware. At least win a conference division championship. Or well, they
1: something. did. They did win a division last year.
0: Well, then actually, did they win a bowl game last year?
1: No, they lost to Wisconsin.
0: Well, I guess you don't get the U song then.
1: Well, hey, but you know the, I mean, is it was this the year we're gonna say that the U is back?
0: Actually, they just did. I think what was the CBS Sports? Then they ranked the best college football teams ever, and they ranked the 2001 team like fourth.
1: Four? No, third
0: third yeah which was a who was number 1 who was
1: who who was ahead of them oh. I, who oh, oh 05
2: texas oh yeah that's right yeah and
1: i mean that was one good.
2: of the i think it was usc from
0: yeah one of the usc teams
1: yeah look i'm going i'm just going to go ahead and disagree with that i mean not even though those sc those usc team and that texas team were those were some damn good football teams with a lot of talent i still I'd still put the 2001 Miami team ahead of them seven out of seven days of the week, twice on Saturday.
0: Yeah, that's that's right there. That that that. Yeah, that's just but for the fact that you cannot rank that my that team literally smacked up. Nebraska, Every, everybody.
1: Yeah, I mean, that, I don't, I don't think I've ever Texas
0: s- just had a really good. Now Texas was a good team back then, but they really they just had a good game against USC.
1: And, I mean, they did, and they had. They did have NFL talent at, well, on that team, but, but not well. not as much as on that
0: Miami team. Right?
1: Can we stop with the fart noises?
0: I mean, that's basically <laughs> what I think the list is. It, yeah, I think we agree with that. All right, keep going. So
1: that that's how we think the ACC is going to go: Clemson and Miami, and Clemson wins uh, the conference. All right. So, so there we go. That so- was. Quick, easy. The next conference is the Big Twelve. Uh, yeah. And how so how will life be without Baker Mayfield at Oklahoma? That's gonna be the biggest question. Kyler Murray has got to take over.
0: So I'm not saying that he's a dynamic quarterback. I mean David let's ask because you know Dave David. David, I'll
1: ones. let you I'm gonna let you preach on that. <sighs>
2: I still think, honestly, I would have gone the baseball route personally because, just in terms of if I had to choose between playing football, playing baseball, get the money right away—well, not get the money right away, but have a longer, longer longevity in the league. But in terms of kind of on the football field, from what I'm seeing from spring ball and hearing kind of conversations around Oklahoma football, like they think that he can be kind of one of those transcendent kind of athletes at the quarterback position. Like, I don't think that he'll go down as, like, the greatest of all time, but if you look at, uh, kind of what Baker Mayfield was able to do just from a skill set, there's a lot of conversation like he can surpass even that and be less you know, prone to turnovers, which in college football, we know Baker Mayfield was kind of a little bit reckless with the football sometimes. But I think, I think stars are bright in Oklahoma right now, and they have they have a solid quarterback that I think he can make an impact right away, It should make an impact, kind of rightfully so.
1: Yeah, because he does. He, Kyler Murray will have some weapons to get the ball to Rodney Anderson. And running back, and then his receivers, Marquise Brown and C.D. Lamb. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens. But of course, defensively, Oklahoma got roasted by Georgia in the Rose Bowl. Well, so that that's definitely something that they're going to have to address. I mean, the re- the rest of the Big Twelve, though, TCU, who peep. Some people are saying that they could be really good, but they're gonna they they've got a lot to replace. They got to replace Ken, They got to replace Kenny Trill, Hill, the quarterback, and I think they've got to replace the offensive line. Had four starters gone. Uh, I mean, they do have a they do have one of the more exciting players in the game in Cavante Turpin, and a wide receiver. Her, but I think. It's. I think TCU, TCU's got a lot of holes to fill. I'm not so sure they're going to be near the top. West Virginia, people are saying could be near there as well. Hell, with Will Greer back, eh, can he can he get better as a as a quarterback? Oklahoma State with the mullet and Mike Gundy. Hey, they they lost Mason Rudolph and James. Washington. Wait a minute, does he
0: still even have that mullet? i think i th- i was i'd say yeah he probably has kept it he has texas the big jump for tom herman in year two that's Jarrett jansen
1: uh oh boy Te- i mean texas is another one of those teams would i like to see them make a jump yeah i would but again they they just can't they just haven't been able to get over the hump and David, I'm gonna uh, let you preach on Texas for a minute.
0: Well, no, 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 no. You saying get over the hump? The team in the Big Twelve they can't get over the hump is Kansas. They can't get you over mean the hump. Kansas. But, well, Kansas. Well, in football, the Nahawks Yeah, they they just for some odd reason I don't understand how you're in a big conference and you could be that terrible year in yeah. and year out.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can't they, just
0: say it's a basketball school because you're a Power Five conference. You got to have some facilities. And the Big Twelve isn't like the like the SEC or the Big Ten. So it's like, come on.
1: Yeah, I mean, look. One year they're really good. Go to the they go to the Orange Bowl, hole and but then they fall off, and then Mark Mangino gets fired after he said something bad to what his players, mm-hmm. and then since then Kansas has been irrelevant.
0: That is that is that is very true. They have been irrelevant. Uh, what about did you talk about Matt Campbell at Iowa State? Yes,
1: I mean I. The, Iowa State improved a lot last year. Here, I mean they've gone they've gone from well-be gone team, and now they're considered a dark horse horse because look, Campbell's beaten t- he beat. Oh, keep in mind that he did get a win over Oklahoma and TCU last year. Here, so I mean defensively they got better, improved from thirty one points a game allowed to about twenty points a game. So they'll they'll both beat him.
0: That that's got that play has to continue. Now they did lose Tom Manning to the Colts, their offensive coordinator.
1: Yeah. So who? So that'll be something to watch. I think. I mean, Iowa State. I could see sneaking up in there and having their hat in the ring thing as well. And then that's a, that's another team that I, it's it's tempting mm-hmm. to pick them to win it. it <coughs> excuse me. What? Excuse me. So, And then beyond that, your your Texas Tech and Kansas State, teams that are good enough to make a bowl game, not good enough to win the conference, although they're saying Cliff Kingsbury is on the hot seat. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the bottom you have the Kansas Nayhawks and Baylor, which was a dumpster fire last year. They lost to Liberty. Mm-hmm. He in the fur in their first game of the season, and so how? So is Baylor gonna be? I mean, Baylor's not gonna be going back to how they were a few years ago. Oh, but how are they gonna be much better? It'll that's something to watch. But picking a winner of the Big Twelve, I, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna have to go with Oklahoma. I'm tempted. It was tempting. It's tempting to go Iowa State. I would. I wouldn't be surprised if they do win the conference, but I, for now, I'm just going to go Oklahoma. David.
2: There are still a couple things. I think Kansas. He goes to Mount Pleasant and gets a victory against the Michigan. You heard it here first. <laughs>
1: uh, that's uh, that would not surprise me.
2: <laughs> and then, in terms of, do so I think? Well, when I think it's between Texas and Iowa State. I think in terms of Texas being able to play Oklahoma early, well, like having a relatively tougher schedule at the front end. They play USC, kind of a reminiscent of glory years for both programs. Home against TCU, and then the red you know, kind of Oklahoma the game against Oklahoma. All of that. Before the first weekend of October, and them having a relatively easy stretch kind of the second half of their season. I think their game against Iowa State at home, for me, will determine who wins the Big 12. Yeah. Kind of as a regular season. And then Iowa State, we know, we've seen what Coach Campbell can do. Again, many of the tougher games are at the front end of the schedule. Yes, they go to Iowa but they have Oklahoma at home, then he gets to beat up on Akron, kind of just reminisce on good old times. <laughs> yeah, so, that, but that, yeah, yeah. I would say, Oh,
1: Sorry, David, we lost you for a sec.
2: Yeah, Iowa State has a solid schedule, and I think if he can continue to make that upward trajectory, it's not as I would say it split back. And we saw last year kind of those glimpses of, okay, this is the Matt Campbell that we saw in Toledo, that we able to make teams sweat and play them close. So I think now getting better players, kind of finally getting over that hump, I think this, this is the year that a lot of people will really know the name Matt Campbell.
1: I think people should already know Matt Campbell. But, you know, like I said, I wouldn't – Well, wouldn't they were
0: saying to... that possibly he could be the next Ohio State coach if Urban in that situation don't work out. Yeah. So I think people do know who Matt Campbell is.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, I would I mean, Oklahoma is my pick. But, but don't be surprised if Iowa State wins the conference, All
0: Eric. Right. I'm looking at Iowa State's schedule, San Diego State's – they first start off, mm. then the Psych Cy- the what is it the
1: psyhawk the, Ad- the, the Cyhawk
0: trophy which
1: got to go to Kinnick for that
0: right. But if if I think all, if Iowa State can win that game and then they go against Oklahoma, uh, it could give them a lot of confidence. And then they play Akron in the twenty. Yeah, uh, that'll be that'll be I a that, Yeah, alert. I think that was the old school uh, Matt connection there with Matt and Sam. But we're gonna get Akron though. Uh, West Virginia, Texas Tech, Kansas, Baylor at Texas, though, could be a tough one, and then versus Kansas State. I'm going to go with, though, in this in this conference, I, it's, it, there's no divisions.
1: Yeah, it's the top two teams. So, I think I would say Oklahoma and Iowa State will be playing for the Big 12 championship.
0: Yeah, I I,
1: I agree. So, you're with – all right. So, oh, that is the Big 12. We're pretty much – I'm I'm going Oklahoma and Iowa State battling it out for the championship. Derek agrees. David, you say Texas and Iowa State. Yeah. All right. So that's the Big Twelve. Now we gotta head west to the Pac-12, a conference that has they also missed out on the playoff last year here as well.
0: Yeah, that's true. The Pac-12, which is an, I think another conference that uh, is kind of a snoozer, but we'll go with it.
1: Yeah, I mean there's some good there are there's some te- there's some good there's some good players and good teams there, but it's going we'll see how it goes. I mean, looking at the North Division, I think that division pretty much is Washington's. As they've they have ruled the roost there. Jake Browning is back at QB, Miles Gaskin, no, another good another one of the best running backs in the country. Hey, he's somebody who's going to play on Sunday. Hey, Stanford, another Heisman candidate with Bryce Love. Love at running back. So, oh, it's pretty, I think it's those two that are your top dogs in the, in the Pac-12 North. Beyond that, that I don't, Washington State. Hey, I know Mike Leach has had some solid teams, but they, but they've got a lot of guys to replace. They got to replace Luke Falk, who was, who threw a lot of touchdown passes and they lost their, uh, they lost their, uh, defensive coordinator, Alex Grinch to Ohio state. So, I mean, my, but again, Mike Leach knows how Mike Leach knows how to pull one or two out. And, uh, Derek, you said that the ACC was the worst conference. Well, Jared happens to chime and says the Pac 12 is the worst Power 5 conference. They play less defense than the Big 12.
0: Just because they play less defense doesn't mean they're the the worst. I just think that the the quality of teams in the ACC to me is. is But then again, look at this, though. Arizona State, Arizona all have new coaches, which what is Herm Edwards? Yes, Herm Edwards. Besides, you tried to win the game. I'm not really. This is actually an interesting conference. Arizona State, Arizona, what are they going to be doing? UCLA, I believe, has Chip Kelly.
1: Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, so, well, I mean, we got. Well, let's get to the south real quick. All right. Hey, I think UCLA is going to be better with Chip Kelly. I mean, USC. I know they've got to replace Sam Darnold. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. There and then, some percent. They're saying Utah could be the team to beat in the South.
0: Yeah, Utah's always. That's why I said I don't understand. It with the, I, I think part of the Pac-12 probably hate is because once again, it's the late night conference. Anything that's out west, a lot of people. Once you get your fix of football from twelve to nine o'clock, you kind of pack it in and get some sleep. And that's when the Pac-12 and the Western Conferences, they start playing because obviously they're behind us in, in, in the time zones. So then you get this this thing that, oh, it's not a great conference. I think it's a pretty good conference.
1: I mean, I think the, the North is the better of the two divisions, quite honestly. With who? Uh, Washington, Washington, Stanford. I mean, Oregon kind of had a bit of a bounce back last year. But, again, new coach Mario Cristobal takes over. Mm-hmm. All right, they've got they've got one of the more underrated QBs with Justin Herbert. Right, so I mean, they'll I don't think we're gonna see the Oregon of old. They're gonna be they're gonna I think they're gonna be they're gonna be solid hidden there, but I'm not so sure they're gonna they're not gonna be they're not gonna be uh win in the North at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, Washington, State, as I said, has been solid. Cal is eh, not that not that good. Hood. And then, of course, you have Oregon State, the absolute dumpster fire, fire that went 1-11 and last year. Here, but, of course, they have a former QB, Jonathan Smith, taking over as head coach. And he... But, I mean, his situa- it says the situation's not that bad. He's got seven stars returning both sides. So... It'll be interesting. That's something that they'll be watching in Corvallis, but they're not going to they're not going to be like the teams that would sneak up and bite you like they did when you had the Rogers twin, the Rogers brothers playing there. Right. There so Oh, so it'll and then of course the south, you have they say Utah ones, I think. I th- I think SC probably wins the South. It's not that good, mm-hmm. hood of a conference. UCLA will be the most improved, and then the rest of it. Had, uh, your Arizona, uh, who's got a, who's got another good QB with Khalil Tate, Hayton. but of course they got Kevin Sumlin there, who's taking over mm-hmm. things. It'll be it. So that'll definitely be. Inter- that'll definitely be interesting to watch. See if they get better, and then of course what happened. Colorado was a one-hit wonder. They got, they ended up getting to the championship game in 2016, and then they went to kirschblatt. So uh, I think uh, your Washington wins the North. I'll go SC to win the South.
2: David. I think of the North, I think it starts with Washington and Stanford, of course. But I think Stanford wins the North. I think after September, we will know what kind of program this is. Having to play USC, I believe, I'm looking at the schedule correctly, yes. So they play USC at home, they go to Oregon, and then they go also to Notre Dame. So I think within, in and yes, NEO, and you know, Staten, know yes. UC Davis kind of mixed in there in between, but I think those three games will show us kind of what David Shaw is looking to do, and I think Bryce Glenn will have a breakout performance in those three games.
1: Well, breakout,
2: uh, that was... In, in terms,
1: it's not, it, well, David, 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 he's not going to be a breakout. Everyone knew who he was last year. He was the runner-up for the Heisman Trophy.
2: But, but in terms of because he's playing out west, people are going to say, yes, he's a great running back. But again, you know, you look at the Colorados, the U.S., you know, Arizona State, the Washington State. There's a reason why he finished runner-up when the majority of the season, we were all looking at this kid like, hey, Bryce Love, you are probably easily a top five pick if you were to go out in, into the NFL draft. And so him coming back, he does have a chip on his shoulder. Yes, he was the runner-up, but then it was also, you know, the way that the season ended for him, the way that there's still a lot of uh, a lot of people say that he still has a little bit of work to, more work to do. And yes, he was the runner-up for the Heisman Trophy, but that just means that, hey, we need to get to a point where we're just not hand-gifting it to a quarterback. And so I think from there he'll have for me, what is a breakout, which is kind of those 150, 200-yard gains consecutively to kind of make a statement in a similar way to what Lamar Jackson did when he started his Heisman campaign. So I, th- I think in terms of breakout, that's what I mean. I, everyone knows the name Bryce Love, but I think people will pr- talk about Bryce Love the way that we talked about Saquon Barkley for a good chunk of last season.
1: Yeah.
2: And. And then in the South, I agree with a lot of people that say Utah kind of – I think USC takes a step back. Arizona, yes, they got Kevin Semlin, but I'm not a huge fan. I'm not believing the Khalil Kate hype, honestly, if I'm just going to be perfectly honest. like I, I need to see more from him to say he he's a quarterback that everyone needs to be talking about. But then for me, I think my surprise team is going to be Arizona State. I think if Coach Herm can really mobilize everyone in that locker room, kind of create a culture shift, I think Arizona State could make some noise in a way that we really haven't seen from Arizona State in a long time.
1: Probably since the 90s, you would say?
2: I mean, it's it's been a while.
1: Yeah. Derek, what say you on the Pac-12?
0: <clears throat> so, I mean, with the Pac-12, uh, it, like I said, this is a conference where no one really pays attention to it, but I'm going to probably go with Washington from the north. And I, I think Utah will probably get it in the south. But the south will be an a interesting conference with UCLA. I think Chip Kelly will bring something with his offense. I think he's more, his game is more suited for the college I think someone will do something where Arizona. I think Arizona didn't really have a bad team, just Rich Rodriguez had a lot of distractions. So I would watch out for them. And Arizona State will probably buy into Herm Edwards because he used to be a former pro coach. And, you know, he can probably sell that. You know, I used to coach in the pros. and I can tell you how to, you know, I can coach you on how to get there. But I think it's going to be Utah out of the south and Washington out of the north.
1: All right. So that'll pretty much wrap up our Power Five conference preview. We gonna we gonna get another break in. Yes. All right. And yeah, and then we'll have Heisman Trophy win- prediction. No, we're not doing. We're the not Heisman. picking the Heisman. No. Okay. Fine. If
0: you want to do the Heisman, you better do it now because David wanted to talk about the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I'll just
1: I'm gonna go. I'll just go ahead and say that uh, Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin. David, how about you? They'll
2: probably give it to a quarterback just because that's what the Heisman seems to be at this point. But I think Bryce Love deserves to win the Heisman this year and you will everyone will know why.
1: Derek,
0: I I you know I don't like the Heisman. I I just I don't I think it's an irrelevant award. I, it, it just to me it, it's not it doesn't have the 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 gloriousness of it in the years past. <laughs> and right now, you know, there could be someone that we don't know about that can come up and actually win the Heisman and have a really great season. I mean, I understand this is a preview show, but I, to me, the Heisman means nothing to me. Um,
1: I don't know. Well, everyone. But, um, actually. So, we'll get we'll come back talk about Ray Lewis's sermon and T.O. We'll, we'll talk about
0: T.O. and, and Ray Lewis's sermon let's let kind of finish out the show cuz I know last week uh David couldn't do what he wanted. plus uh next we have to push it back a little bit too um the NFL North or what was it? We we're going to do AFC East and we, NFC East preview. Oh, that, I, oh you guys didn't do that last week? No, we didn't do it last week. Couldn't didn't get an opportunity to. Do so so we're going to have to finish him. But we're going to take a quick commercial break of this in the 88.3 WCGs after further review. And, uh, I, you know, it's, I've been, been liking this. You Remember this song? Sounds familiar. Come on. It's one of the most famous movies.
1: Yeah, the name's there. It's just, I'm
0: just drawing a blank. It's a cop movie. Uh, Robocop. No, it's from That's that era, though, David. You know.
2: Wait,
1: there is another. There is. I'm not. There is another movie that has a cop as a character, but I'm not. I'm, that might be kind. Of, that might be from the
0: 80s. What? Die Hard? No. I was this kind of, cop actually started out in Detroit.
1: Well, okay, you well, you already said it's not Robocop, and that was actually that actually I think that took place in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh, crap. I
0: can't, I'm just I'm I'm drawing a blank. David. Famous comedian that played in this movie.
1: Beverly Hills cop. That's
0: right. There you go.
1: How'd you uh, figure you, it out? Well, you said comedian. I start. That's kind of what got it going. That's right. Because that Eddie Murphy.
0: Yes, Beverly Hills Cop. And Jared Jansen's like Shea Patterson. Wow. <laughs> then right here Jared he also hey, he said Hawaii is the best team to watch out West. Last game of the night.
1: Dude. Even, though, even though Hawaii has been kind of.
0: Yeah, that is true. But anyway, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And then we're going to talk about the Hall of Fame. I thought the introduction speeches were really great. And finally, Frank, you got a trivia question, right?
1: <laughs>
0: we'll be back after this. Make sure you listen to our SoundCloud and iTunes podcast. This is a long one, though, for us, fellas. So uh, stay tuned for that uh, next on 88.3 WGT. he a further review.